Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, witches, warlocks, Harry's, Hermione's, everybody. I want you in the spirit of not only Halloween, but this very sensual evening lighting that we have going on here on Cancel Me Baby, if you are engaging in a visual experience, because I'm shooting a little later than normal, very sexy. And so I want you to put your hand deep into your pocket. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? It's a little crinkly maybe. I hope when you're in there, you can find your receipt to your local spirit Halloween. Because if you got any cut, like a Moana costume, Princess Jasmine, Mulan, you're straight effed, okay? You're gonna need to return that shit because I'll tell you right now, it may or may not fly for the 2021 Halloween season, depending on who you ask. Now, what, what makes me even think, I mean, yes, we have Halloween on the brain. I just finished my daily hacks. So we're doing this, but something occurred. Something occurred in the very mystical, troubling land of, you guessed it, California, that prompted this thought process. But no, really, I mean, think about it. Like, you know, now everybody is offended by everything. And this just isn't an episode about me defending all sorts of costumes. And can we just be, and can we just dress up however that we want? No, like, again, you guys think, you know, but you have no idea. I mean, how boring and predictable would that be? Yeah, no, this is a corn maze of your dreams. Okay. I mean, I was thinking about it said new story that I'm going to talk about today. And I think one of my most lit costumes ever was when I was Pocahontas and I was so committed. I swear to God, John Smith or whoever, actually, no, this is creepy because I was little. Okay, never mind. I was going to say John Smith was like also, okay, never mind. We're not trying to have a creepy, you know, pedo moment. But what I'm saying is I was like committed. I was spiritually and into Pocahontas. My mom dressed me to the nines. I had the long black wig. I had the headbands. I had like a blush as I always did for all my Disney costumes. I had the whole dress. Like I, oh my God, the colors of the wind were blowing that night because I had myself a ball as Pocahontas. And when I read this story, I was literally thinking to myself, Would that even fly today? Would that even fly? And so I came up in my head with a few outfits and I thought to myself, would these be acceptable this year? I mean, think about it. Okay. Kamala Harris. I don't know. Questionable. She's black. Okay. Squid Game. Anything from Squid Game, right? Because we know it's a Korean show. So even if you're one of the terrifying mass men, is that going to be deemed appropriation? Because it's okay. I, I don't. Again, depends on who you ask. So hopefully the PC police isn't patrolling that night, okay? Because you're trying to get your trick-or-treat on. And what about J-Lo and Ben? I mean, J-Lo's Puerto Rican. So if you and your man are trying to, is it going to be problem? Like, do you see? We have to do all of the, and I know you're thinking maybe, oh my God, yes, this is coming from a white girl. As I said, I'm not just here to defend dressing as all these costumes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm saying is we now have to do mental gymnastics 
in a simple, you know, naive, innocent dress up game that we once called Halloween, perhaps. And this is what got me thinking about this. Okay. This wasn't gymnastics. This was not PE that this story occurred in. No, it was trig. It was a trig high school class. Like I said, in the pits of the land known as California. So what happened that got me going down this deranged path of Tim Burton's nightmares? Well, I'll tell you, there is a news story that broke out of this white lady who is a teacher. Now she had an unconventional out of the box way of teaching her kids tricks. She thought to herself, this lady, maybe I could do something that is so out of the box that these kids We'll take, we'll have, I'll have an impact and mold the hearts and the minds of young America. And I am going to have them not drooling, but cruising through the world of trigs. So what am I going to do? So this lady was wearing a fake native American headdress type thing, you know, with the feathers and doing this kind of like tribal dance and shouting around the classroom kind of pretending to be or emulating a Native American, but it was very self-deprecating because she even at one point, what did she say? Oh, she was laughing and she's like, obviously this is ridiculous, okay? It went viral and it has the internet in the biggest tizzy it has ever effing seen, okay? And I watched the video. Now, let me say before I continue down this path, Would I or my mom or anyone I know ever partake in such an activity? I can confidently say, hell no. What I watched it and I was like, what the F? What what is happening here? What is this lady doing? Can I brush my eyes? (laughs) Not my teeth, my eyes. What did I just watch (laughs) for the love of God? This shit is kooky, all right? I am still recuperating from Squid Game. My three- brain cells are playing bring around the rosy and trying their hardest. And then I have to watch this viral shit. Okay. So like I said, would I ever do this kind of hell? No. But with that said, this lady is getting torn up from the floor up by the entire internet. Well, not the entire, but from the mob because she should have known better. It's completely insulting. This was to treat, teach trig. What exactly is she, what, where did she get off? Not realizing how offensive, how morally wrong, how outwardly abhorrent and offensive and insensitive this is to be dancing around in this wacky ass native American as dance as a white lady to teach her kids about trig. Cause she's doing a chant to a trig like formula, right? So they would remember it. In which case, gal, like you should have just hit me up because I have plenty of those cheesy ass chants from my high school cheerleading team. You could, I would have helped you out. It's fine. Instead of embarrassing yourself like this. All right. I would have thrown you a chant or two too, but nonetheless, I had no voicemails from this lady, but what happened? You guessed it. You guessed it. You win the game. Bingo was his name because she was suspended from the school. Now, how did this all play out? This played out because sadly it was taped on iPhones. And also you can see that the kids in the video are like, what 
the fuck is this right now? They're looking and they're like mortified as if it's their own parent. They're like, what am I even witnessing? Is this lady okay? What is going on? Again, the wackiest, most Dr. Seuss shit you could ever imagine, okay? But but there's that. But the fact that this was taped, okay? And this was taped by a student who is, reportedly Native Native American, who said, and I quote, he felt that her dancing around like a loony bin felt like he had violence committed against him. Violence. We're going to re-enter. We're going to revisit on a one-way ticket this idea a little bit later. But this is coming from one person, one kid who was offended, okay? And said that this lady doing the Macarena shame, okay, the electric slide is rolling in its grave, that that felt like violence committed against him. Now, I, again, white lady, a lot cooler than this lady, but nonetheless, I mean, I'd like to think, but really offended, really violence like I said, the kids are looking around, like, are you joking me? Where is my refund? Okay. This shit is bananas, but offended and so insulted by this, that this is going to hurt your feeling. First of all, could you, and I'm not here to police anybody's feelings to tell a minority group how to feel yet again, but it is my opinion. I'm just saying, could you imagine wrap your head around, literally wrap your, go on a spaceship, go back to fifth grade. Actually, this is high school. So we're a little bit older now, but if every teacher's act was caught on camera which this to me is so sad and violating because it's always weaponized, right? But every time someone was offended by something, every time a student was, there would be no teachers. And on one side you can say, but now they're catching them doing this inappropriate shit, blah, blah, blah. But this is innocent, okay? And we need to get our priorities in check if we think that this is an act of violence, okay? But this is the problem. One person, one person has, has their feelings feeling the type of way their feelings are feeling. Okay. Which let's take a moment. Okay. Get a grip. I'm sorry. Again, you could be thinking, okay, you're a white person telling this kid how to feel. I'm sorry. In certain circumstances, we need to learn to get a grip. And I'm going to explain why later. I'm going to explain. So what happens? One person says they're upset, puts this video. So it's viral again, weaponizing, nothing can be innocent anymore. Okay. And there are protests outside the school, but not only are there protests, what happens? The school says they suspend her. Like I say, and they say, these actions do not represent us, but it's not enough for the California school board to make a big statement. No, California lawmakers and assembly makers don't have enough homeless people humping their cars. So what do they do? They come out and make a statement as well. They say that it is highly inappropriate and offensive, and they won't stand for this kind of business in California schools. And this is where we're going to like break this down. We're going to break this down. Okay. This is where people need to grow a pair of balls. 
This is where they need to. And do you know who talks about this a lot? Is my queen, Bari Weiss. I've listened to, I've subscribed to her newsletter, Common Sense. It's called something news for sane people. That's what I'm talking about, Bar. You know, I talk about her a lot, but she infamously quit the New York Times. She was an opinion editor and she quit when they went all woke, okay? So she's like, can we have a sane mental thought? And I've been listening to her podcast. I have been like outside of her house watching her change. No, I'm just kidding. But something she talks about a lot is this, the caving to the mob. And Bari speaks in very highbrow intellectual speak. So I'm like, let me put this in Taylor speak for you. Okay. Like this shit is above our pay grade. But what she says is we have an epidemic. We have an epidemic. You thought COVID COVID couldn't even stand a chance next to this. Okay. Of cowardice. Meaning these people hear from one kid, every assembly man in the state and teacher and sub and lunch lady is going to make a statement over one kid making a stink. This is like the equivalent of two people on Twitter who have the egg avatar and two followers complaining about a movie. So the movie gets pulled from production, right? Okay. We need to stand up. And I've, she talks about it happening in so many arenas, I've seen it happen. She talks about it happening in colleges with professors getting fired. Okay. She talks it happening at news organizations such as hers, how certain things wouldn't even get past an editor. Cause they'd be like, Oh my God, a thought that may offend someone, maybe some kind of phobic, maybe against the mob, maybe have an opposing thought that can't even run. And then what happens is there's like an internal censorship. I'm going to, again, put this in Taylor speak where these organizations, these schools, these movie studios, these outlets are like, you know what? We're not even going to run with this because we want a number one virtue signal and look like we're on the right side of history and we don't want to deal with their ass. And then they become so entrenched in it that it's past the point of no return. Like they are going down that journey and they can't stop. And as a little sidebar peeps, I've experienced this myself. And that's why I'm so passionate about it on this sensual evening. As a journalist, it happens in entertainment, of course, it's like the hub of this. My last guest called entertainment in Hollywood, Woketopia. But for example, about narratives and the higher ups, the people in charge, right? These superintendents, these editors not taking a stand and being cowards, an example is things that they would, they would tweak and they would omit and they wouldn't run and they would shape shift everything. Okay. More than your favorite transformer and power Rangers love sex child to make it fit their narrative. An example I experienced of this is when I worked for a high profile female site. And I had a bomb interview with Charlize Theron. And again, her view wasn't what you normally hear. It was right when Me Too was becoming a thing, okay? And she, like, seriously, every tailor in town had white knuckled every black dress you'd ever seen. It was when Me Too was first popping. And Charlize said to me, she was promoting a movie about, you know, pregnant women and pregnancy and all these themes around womanhood. But the director was a male. 
we can't be having that. How could that be? Right. So I get in a conversation with her about it. And she says, we need to bring men into this conversation. What is ostracizing them ever going to do? I pitch this angle. I'm like, huh, you don't hear that every day. Right. Ding, 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 a ling, ding. I pitch it to my editor and they're like, basically they say, and I still have the emails that we don't want to run a piece that props men up in any way. You just had a feminist, you know, actress talk about this feminist movie. We can't be talking about men in any way. And that's what I'm talking about with the narrative. It's the same idea as this school shitting a brick because one kid was upset and doing damage control. God forbid you cannot go against the narrative. Okay. So I have personal experience with that. And can I just say, we need to start giving people a little bit of credit. Like, I know we are all a bunch of like, we've reverted back to Neanderthals at this point, but it's the same idea as the Dave Chappelle trans jokes and how, you know, trans employees and people at Netflix thought it would result to violence of trans people. Again, I'm not trans, so I can't directly say, but I have a hard time believing, and many people have said this, that watching Dave Chappelle's special is probably not going to result in someone going out in the street and punching a trans person in the face. And it kind of goes for this as well, okay? These kids are rolling their eyes while probably remembering this trig formula at this lady. Do you think that watching it is going to make a student punch this kid in the face or punch other kid Native Americans in the face or hurt them? They're laughing at her. Okay. But also give people a little bit of credit. It's the same thing with Dave Chappelle making jokes at expense of minority groups, Jews, whatever you name it. It's not always going to directly result in harmful actions. Like we need to give people a, a wee bit more credit. Okay. So to all of these leaders in all of these roles, Quit being a bunch of pussies. You gotta hear it from someone. And that someone is gonna be me, Taylor, okay? If you disagree, you can write me. My PO box is F right off. Oh, and I forgot to mention this too. And I think that this has something to be said about what I just kind of laid out. Is I posted a meme over the weekend. It was a video meme. And it was basically saying F you to everything I'm talking about. The uptight narrative driven, you know, mainstream media and the Twitter mob who are offended by and everything. I swear to God, I'm willing to bet at least half, if not more people who liked it, total strangers were people of color. I can go on the post and look yourself. What is, I was like, why am I not surprised? Right. Because we can't be getting offended and uptight about minuscule stuff. Like we need, I talked about it in my app about, you know, superlatives and stuff we dealt with back in the day. We need to grow a little bit of thick skin people. Not everything is a direct offense to your humanity. Okay. So now I made the mistake. (laughs) I made the deep mistake. Speaking of, of getting into a dialogue, if you want an exchange over this topic with who I presume to be a Gen Z gal. It's true. I made the mistake because I saw a post about this and I said, 
See how it's a 360 moment. I said, by this logic, can little girls not dress as Pocahontas for Halloween? Now you may be thinking, Taylor, a little girl dressing as Pocahontas is not the same as this lady who in and hollering and chanting in some tribal catastrophe. It's not the same, but I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Like, again, it's like dating. You think I give it all up right away? What? Where is the fun in that? No. Okay. So I write that and this Gen Z jumps down my throat. Okay. White girl too. And she says, she says something akin to this is wildly inappropriate. This is a grown woman we're talking about. This is not a little girl. And I said, what does suspending her actually accomplish? And this is what she says to me. Cause again, it's this toxic cycle that goes round and round and round. And eventually everybody is going to be taken out. And she says to me, it sends a message. It sends a message that this behavior is just not appropriate. Sends a message. Like, is this the Bloods and the Crips? I didn't think so, but apparently she's taking it that way. It sends a message, people. It sends a message. So I thought, instead of just saying, here we go, another like unhinged mob bird Gen Z who is siding with the one person who was offended, which by the way, did you ever think that there are some people in that group who aren't offended? I talked about this in the Dave Chappelle but in case you missed it. Okay. So here's what's going on there. I think let's psychoanalyze this gal for a hot sec. Okay. Number one, this is all stuff we know a tribal, no pun intended mentality. I think, and Bari Weiss has says this, has said this too, that something like ignites in their soul. And that's why they're fighting for this, right? It's like, it's the right side of history. What side are you going to be on? Like it's the right side of history. And so they are fighting the good fight in their mind. Cause it's like, this can't stand. It's went for too long. All the years iPhones weren't in classrooms and the shit that teachers got away with no more sending that message. And it's also a layer beyond that, which is that the person who feels a type of way, who is a victim, who is offended again, the egg avatar on Twitter, they're always right. Notice that always right always right. And within milliseconds, there is a public apology. There is, you know, condemnation from these leaders, from these superintendents. Like I said, perhaps the janitor even, unless he is like, what the, leave me out of this. Right. Always right. And that further makes me think if there is someone who is a minority or in a victim position, does it also mean not only are they always right, but their opinion always goes and their feelings always go. Even other people, even if other people in their group are like, get a grip on reality. (laughs) But does that mean that their actions, if they're bad are glossed over? Because I've heard an actual tragic incident of this happening. Again, it's not the narrative, right? So it's like, we're going to we're gonna omit that. We're going to leave that part out. Just like the people on Alec Baldwin's set left out any fucks to give or precautions, apparently. We're not going to talk about that today. That is a whole thing, okay? But the bigger point here is what is going on in this Gen Z's head? What is going on in this Gen Z's head? Again, is the assumption that this one person or maybe a couple people or a group, doesn't matter how many are offended that they are right. They are right. 
They are right. And Bill Maher brought this up when talking about Dave Chappelle and trans. And he said, I can respect and root for every piece of your humanity and your rights and you to be protected. This can go for Native American group as well, but I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to think that this lady doing some kooky ass <laughs> dance is harmful. Well, now someone could say, well, how do you know you're not Native American? I'm watching it and I can say and other native american people can say what is offensive about this we need to get our priorities right again i don't have to agree and this is what it all boils down to it's that you can't disagree you have to be in line with those who are victimized or else or else you're this that bad phobic and it's like I don't have to agree. I don't have to agree with the Gen Zer who by default agrees with this one kid. Just because, again, out of default, we don't have to agree. Okay. And that's where it all falls into each other. And that's why the Gen Zers like it sends a message because it all ties back to it being on the right side of history and taking a stand and no more. And you have to agree with that or else. And that is what it boils down to. Okay. Harder than a Sanderson sister spell. That'll make your ass purring harder than Thackeray Binks, which the audacity to give him that name. But back to the costume before we wrap. Because I said this, I was like, well, by that logic, can I not, can you not dress your kid as Pocahontas? And can, people could say it's not the same thing. And that's where I want to dissect this as well. What makes it so different? I mean, you are emulating someone else, right? So by that logic, right, where is the line? If you're dressed as Moana, who's Polynesian, Mulan, who's Chinese, uh, Jasmine, I could go on. Who else? Uh, Tiana is black. You're emulating them. So what is the difference between, is the difference chanting? So if a little girl is dressed as Pocahontas or if you're the parent who dressed them, are you then racist and she's chanting too? Is it singing? So if you're dressed as Moana and singing a song then does that, what is the line here? Are we going to split hairs? And this is what I'm talking about of what's offensive and what's not. I remember maybe it was last Halloween, but Cardi B's daughter, she had her dress as Moana and Cardi B posts. Well, she used to all the time post about how obsessed her daughter with, was with Moana. She would sing, she would dance. And I remember thinking to myself, well, could this be racist? Because Cardi B is black offsets black but Moana's Polynesian. So is that not okay? What is the line? Is the line actually like coloring your face, right? And this has been a whole thing too. I mean, do you remember the Bon Appetit editor who was fired because old, again, like I would never do this shit, but I'm just saying, where's the line? Old surf, old photos resurfaced of him at a party white guy. And I think he was dressed as Puerto Rican. So he had like orangey dark makeup on to make his skin darker. I'm just saying. And then of course you could get into the whole argument of blackface, which I'm not, you know, reiterating the history of blackface, but you know, up until, you know, Billy Crystal, Ted Danson and Ted Danson, I think did a skit with his then girlfriend, Whoopi Goldberg in blackface. But of course now, you know, that's not okay, which I'm not like tied to blackface. I'm not like defending it at all. But I'm just saying, this is now where it's all 
skewed, right? Because back, 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 here's a little history lesson that I'm not going to chant for you, you know, lucky for you. Back, back, back when blackface was first a form of entertainment by white men, they, that was truly offensive. They would accentuate their features and they would portray black people as stupid as all kinds of things. Right. Which is why now, of course, people are like, I'm not sure that I'm going to be rolling with the black faces Halloween understood, right? Completely understandable. Again, you, I wouldn't be caught dead. Even as Pocahontas, like I said, my mom knew better back in like 96. I wasn't painted like a different color. I had a little blush on and called it a day, but I'm just saying, where is the line? Where is the line of emulating somebody else? Unless it's outwardly offensive. People can say this teacher that was, that was outwardly offensive. But what is the line? Again, singing, chanting, dancing. If you're dressed as J-Lo and you're singing, let's get loud. Is that appropriation because you're not Puerto Rican? I mean, really, like, where do we draw the line? Okay. And this is where we need to really pick our battles and not everything. I love the Aaron Rodgers example when he was shit talking after to the bears after his game, like I own you I'll own you. And cancel culture came after him. And he's like, I'm not about this shit because not every, we need, again, we need to give people a little bit of credit. Not everything is meant to be a malicious attack all the time. This teacher Again, is it outright goofy and stupid? Probably. Again, over my dead body. But was it malicious and meant to hurt and attack people? People, we need to draw. Need to draw a fat ass line in that sand. Give people a little bit of credit. Not everything is meant to be an attack. The lights are dimmed suddenly in this bitch as I'm coming to my conclusion. And this is why we need to draw a line and why this shit is actually what is offensive about it is all of the violent acts and tragedies that do happen that don't blow up to a fraction that this has. Okay. A fraction like this has blown up. People are losing their minds. This kid is saying a violent act committed against him. And here, just for some perspective, why aren't we focusing on the real horrendous actual tragedies that happen? So to give some perspective before we close, here are some stats about tragedies within the native American community. Okay. More than half of American Indian Uh, And Alaska Native women experience sexual violence in their lifetimes. Murder is the third leading cause for harm. Murder is the third leading cause of harm for them. That is, that is sick. That is hard to even stomach. Okay. I read a couple stories and here are some examples. One was of a 30 year old woman, beautiful girl who was found shot and killed in her apartment. Okay. No rhyme or reason why another was a 23 year old who was her body was just found on a reservation. These are actual real tragedies. Why don't we put our focus on those? Here's another stat. The rates of violence on reservations can be up to 10 times higher than the national average. Okay. 10 times higher. And on the whole, these stats, and a lot of articles about this will say this anyway, 
these stats are hard to come by because this is so underreported. And unfortunately, with these women and these groups of people, they're um, these acts of violence fall through the cracks. They're not reported. Okay. So even the data to find them is hard to come by. So that is what is insulting. Like you're going to call, you're going to call this lady who's seemingly auditioning for Barney and friends violence when there is real harmful, violent acts being committed and tragedies every day. Where is the blow up for those? That's what I want to know. So with that said, my people, I am over this shit. We need to get our priorities straight. Like I said, tragedies happen every day. And this lady and her paper headdress, a, similar to one you would have made at your Thanksgiving party in first grade, is tragic. I would argue her pants in this video are more tragic than what actually went down. We need to really get our priorities straight because when you think about it, if every single person, every person is going to be offended by something sooner or later, and then that minuscule, perhaps innocent shit is going to outweigh, like I said, the actual tragedies that deserve attention. Yes. Can I have your attention, please? Do I have your attention now? What will be left? What will be left if this shit goes like dominoes and sooner or later, every single person is going to be offended by something. So I say, wear your costumes with pride, have a good time, celebrate one another, okay? And if you see someone out there on Halloween night in the angry Twitter mob, kill them with kindness and then throw your Snickers bar at them. I give you permission. Maybe they will finally learn their lesson.